This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Kim and Ye are at it again. Kylie and Travis welcome a baby. Plus, we have an update on Jimin and Jungkook brings us some smooth dance moves. Spotify versus Joe Rogan is heating up and an update on the mysterious Taylor and Ed Sheeran project. This is Billboard News. Hey, it's Tetris running down your news for Monday, February 7th, and I'm chilling with Rania. Hey. How's it going? It's going. We got a lot to get through today. We so sure do. Let's jump right into it. Congratulations are in order for Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, who just welcomed their second child together. How did they break the internet this time? Very cute. Kylie posted a black and white photo to Instagram over the weekend, featuring a little baby hand holding another baby hand, which we're guessing is Stormy. That's cute. And she captioned it, two, 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 with a blue heart. Okay. Okay, the 2222, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like they had to plan that. Of course. I mean, <laughs> it's too good to be true. It's too good. <laughs> yeah. And then the blue heart, are they telling us the sex of the baby here? Mm, not exactly. We're not exactly sure yet, but kind of implied maybe. And also, there are people on Inst on TikTok actually thinking that they figured out the baby's name. Wait, already? Yes. They think it's Angel because Angel numbers born on February 22 or, you know. I think, I think they all they put it all together, the way they figured out her pregnancy. I mean, we can always count on somebody to dig up the tea. Thanks yeah. for that. But speaking of tea, elsewhere in the land of the Kardashians, Kanye West continues to lash out at Kim amid a public feud about their daughter North's TikTok. Okay, so there's screenshots of Kanye talking to Kim's cousin? Yeah, he posted a screenshot on Instagram after all of the, what happened last week, and he posted, this is an example of Kim's cousin agreeing with me about North's TikTok, and then the cousin apparently proceeded to ask Kanye for some Yeezys. Okay, you know what? She was trying to, <laughs> she or he was trying to be really smooth there. Yeah. I give them props for the attempt. Ball but there's here. so much happening here. There's also something about a hit. Kanye saying that maybe Kim ordered, thinks he ordered a hit out on her? Yeah, so he posted another uh, post going off saying that he had to beg to go to daughter Chicago's birthday party and then was accused that he was on drugs while he was there. And then he went to go play with his son and took his Akira graphic novels and was accused of stealing. And then the last accusation was he was being accused of putting a hit on Kim. And so he said that these ideas can actually get someone locked up and especially in the black community, it's a tricky thing to accuse someone of. I mean, that is tricky. And so of course my heart wants to go with Kanye on that subject. Yes. But then I just think to myself, regardless, it's all private. Totally. This is their kids. I feel like at a certain point this should be handled privately because it just seems like a meltdown is happening in the public and it shouldn't be happening that way. Yeah, generally I just wish for healing, peaceful mental health for all of them because this is such a sad situation. I just want everybody to move past this and be healthy, especially with the kids. With the kids, I couldn't agree with you more. And we have so much going on today. After announcing she's pulling her music from Spotify, largely in part to Joe Rogan's presence on the streaming platform, India Ari broke down why by sharing resurfaced footage of Rogan using the N-word. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah, really, really tricky. Um, she Last week, India had announced that she was taking her music off of Spotify the way Neil Young led the charge in doing because of Joe Rogan's 
well, not only because of Joe Rogan's misinformation about the COVID vaccine, but she also says that it's his language around race that caused her to protest Spotify's support of Joe Rogan. I mean, that's a lot of controversial topics. You're yes. talking COVID, you're talking race. So on February 3rd, Indy Ari further explained on her Instagram highlights, then she posted a YouTube video of edited footage showing Joe Rogan using the N-word two dozen times. Yep. With a hard R, by the way. Yep. Um, and he tried to say in a statement that the the comments were taken out of context, but I think when you say that word, it's really hard for that to be taken out of context. You just can't do it. Yeah. Well, in a video of herself addressing the camera, Ari, four-time Grammy winner, implored others to delete Spotify, saying the streaming platform underpays artists. It gives Joe Rogan a hefty salary. Here's her exact words. Spotify is built on the back of the music streaming. So they take this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy $100 million, but they pay us 0.003% of a penny. Just take me off. I don't want to generate money that pays this. They're paying this guy $100 million and paying artists nothing. Yeah, we have to pay artists for their work. I don't understand why this is still a discussion. It's so crazy. Well, India didn't stop there. She also called out the music industry as a whole in a separate video posted to her feed. All of this is also coming on the tails of another story I posted about two weeks ago, calling the music industry trash. People said that I accused the music industry of being racist and sexist and deceitful. And I want to clarify some things. It's not an accusation, it's wisdom. The same racism and sexism and deceitfulness that exist in this world at large is in the music industry. And where it is in all of the corporate structures, it's in the music industry, which is a huge corporate structure too. Because there's a reason why the Me Too movement didn't hit the music industry, because all that stuff goes unchecked. You can count on India Ari to drop some wisdom. Standing up for herself and her fellow artists. These corporations gotta get it together. Well, coming up, we got to let you know what's topping the Billboard 200 and the Hot 100. But first, it's Black History Month, and we're highlighting amazing black artists every day. Today, we salute Barry Gordy Jr. Yes, we are very much still talking about Bruno, and Kanto is the number one album again on the Billboard 200, as we don't talk about Bruno is the number one track on the Hot 100. Can't get enough of this movie, apparently. Yes, I'm very glad we're still talking about Bruno, and that song is the second week atop the Hot 100. Nice. And the whole Encanto soundtrack it has its fourth non-consecutive week atop the Billboard 200. And it earned 113,000 equivalent album units in the U.S., which That's is crazy. That's crazy. I mean, people are just ingesting Encanto at rapid rates at this point. I love it. And the soundtracks have been kind of killing it over the past few years. The yeah. last time this happened was A Star is Born, had four weeks at number one. Mm. But my personal favorite Disney soundtrack, Frozen 2, hit number one for 13 weeks. Crazy. Well, no surprise. I mean, it's Frozen. It's <laughs> yeah. Elsa. It's Anna. It's a thing. Do we think Encanto will get there, though? I think so. I mean, if you've even opened TikTok, I think it's not going anywhere anytime oh, yeah. soon. We're going to be talking about Bruno for a while. Yes. But now my favorite thing to talk about ever, BTS. Jungkook blows up Instagram with his moves and Jimin has been discharged. Let's run down today's BTS news. I'm the army guy here. I'm so excited to talk about this. Yes. Did you see Jungkook's Instagram? Yes, he nailed it. So he posted a 40 second video just doing the most amazing choreography, Tiana Taylor's uh, Bear With Me. And even though I thought it was flawless, and I'm sure you did too. Of course. You can see Jungkook like shaking his head at the end because he's Yeah, like, you see him, he's like, oh my God, I didn't do it right. It's like, what a humble king. Right. It was like, you are perfect, Jungkook. <laughs> exactly. Cannot with him. And speaking of that, we also know Jimin is free. Yes, he recovered from his appendicitis surgery and his COVID-19 diagnosis. 
We're so happy to have him just out and about and ready to be back. Big hit sent out a statement on Weverse, which is the Korean social media um, company, and they said that we'd like to inform you that Jimin's quarantine has concluded. He only had mild symptoms and he's feeling much better. So hopefully we can get a lot more BTS content. We need some more BTS content, guys. Keep posting on Instagram. Now we know the army is a powerful fan base, but take a look at two fan bases that are at odds on this week's fan army showdown. It's not always fair in love and fan wars, and we're letting you know who's at odds in today's Fan Army Face-Off. Nicki Minaj just released new music, and that's bringing up a fan war as old as time. First, let's take a listen. I'm go by many names. Tomorrow night, the heads of the world's top criminal organizations will meet. You can acquire a rare item. Okay, Nicki, I hear you, girl. Where the Barbs and the Barty gang are constantly trying to compare their queens with this user saying, Cardi and Atlantic are pissing in their pants right now. The name Nicki Minaj sounds like fear and nightmares. And both sides do this every time with this user saying, Why Barb's in the quotes acting like they don't be doing the same thing when Cardi releases music? Literally two sides on the same coin. It'll be interesting to see if Cardi drops any new music around Nicki's comeback, but I doubt that the fans will be letting go of their beef between these two motorsport artists anytime soon. It seems a remix of Ed Sheeran's The Joker and The Queen featuring Taylor Swift is confirmed. The Swifties will figure out anything. Yep. And what did they find this time? You you know that they went all the way down to the song credits on the YouTube, the lyric video Stop for the it. Joker and the Queen, and they found that it says featuring Taylor Swift on it. So they of figured course. it out. Of course. I mean, <laughs> but you got to think about even the label at this point. Like, how did you guys miss that? Right. <laughs> They're like, they know the Swifties will find anything. How would they not find that? Well, now that it's confirmed, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what will the remix sound like? They've had so many great collabs. What's your yeah. favorite collab with Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift? I'm going to say Say, oh, I'm a red fan, so I'm gonna say everything has changed. Oh, that's a good one. Well, see, I'm a reputation boy, mm. so I gotta say, in game, yes. certified boss. Yes. Love that song. <laughs> well, some big news coming from Billboard after an epic 2021, Olivia Rodrigo will cap her breakthrough year by being named Billboard's 2022 Woman of the Year. Can't think of a better choice. Oh, I love her. I'm an Olivia Rodrigo super fan. Uh, so she, her whole huge success story started back at the beginning of 2021. Driver's of course, license. Driver's license. It went quadruple platinum. And then she released Sour, the whole album, which landed on all top of uh, Billboard's end of year lists. She was a top global 200 artist, top one hot 100 artist, top female artist. I mean, artist. she was top everything. <laughs> yeah. And what also blew my mind was that Sour was the most streamed album by a female in a week in Spotify history during its release week. And I will say, I commit, I did a lot of those streams. I was just about to say, I think I'm half of them too. <laughs> you and I took <laughs> yeah, a lot of We that. are the streams. <laughs> and then now she's going on tour. Yes. Apparently she's hitting 40 major cities across North America. Yeah. I've kind of stocked the tickets. They're really high now. The resale is out of control. You think we're going to be able to get some tickets? I don't know. I'm with you. I'm going to hold on to you, and we're going to figure out a way to we'll sneak into the We'll figure out a way. We're just in the back waving to <laughs> yeah. Trader. I can't wait to sneak in with you. Hosted by the 2009 Woman of the Year Sierra, this year's Billboard Women in Music Awards will take place on March 2nd. And for the first time ever, tickets to the show will be available to the public. For more information, make sure you keep up with the latest announcements on BillboardWomenInMusic.com. That's going to be so fun. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait for that show. Well, thanks for hanging out with me again today, This Rania. was so great. I love it. We had it. a lot to get through. My yes. goodness. Well, we try to do this for you every day, so make sure you guys come back tomorrow. This is Billboard News.